I got a muffin. Oh. So this week's episode is uh, this is the first time we've had multiple interviews, right? Yeah, yeah, we've got. Uh, um, I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. I got, I got uh, we have Beth List from Lee County Libraries, and uh, she is uh, on today to talk about this weekend's PopCon, which is a day-long event. Like uh, a lot of these um, Comic Con events um, that are highly popular, this is a uh, an event now in its fourth year, and uh, expected to be their largest one. Last year was all virtual. This one is a mixture of in person and, and virtual. But uh, the cool thing about this year's is um, at the library they are um, they are promoting. Um, a kind of a renaissance fair type atmosphere and uh, people are encouraged to come dress, you know, in cosplay, but it doesn't have to be renaissance fair. It can be a number of, you know, whatever you want. It can be comic book, it can be um, movies or whatever, but uh, they're going to have a uh, triangle chapter of the Knights of the Fiat Lux, which is a which is a group of people who take this very seriously <laughs> and uh, come in full armor and, you know, perform displays of noble knightry, knightdom, whatever. And so you got that, but then they've got a lot of, you know, uh, people in the business who are going to be there um, for virtual interviews, for live interviews, talking about the comic books they create or the movies they've worked on or the TV shows they've worked on. So um, it's going to be a pretty big event. Unfortunately, I really wanted to go to this and I really wanted to promote it. And um, I just wrote a column last month about uh, the fact that Sanford doesn't show up to any events like this. But uh, it turns out Saturday is uh, becoming like the busiest day of my life with the uh, children's uh, athletic events and school shopping and all this other stuff that uh, has to happen that day. So I'm going to try. I'm going to try to swing by. I just won't be able to be there in the morning. But well, well, like a well. Good event. well, well, well. I know, right? Shaming people. Yeah, right? Yeah. But hey, but hey, uh, I figure by promoting it, I'm doing my part and uh, therefore... I'm not being apathetic to the event. Shame for thee and none for me. <laughs> it sounds really cool. I hope people it go does. to it. And, uh, and uh, um, Beth is uh, going to talk about it. So that's, that's my interview. What's your interview? I interviewed a member of Wilmington, Delaware-based Ha Ha Charade who will be performing at Carolina Indie Fest. That's, and this is uh, two weeks in a row, if I'm not mistaken, of... Wilmington, Delaware artists who are performing at the Indie Fest. So I'm with Beth List. She's the director of the Lily County Libraries system here in Sanford. And 
Um, we've talked to you before uh, about other events that the library has going on. And unfortunately, your right hand for this upcoming um, event that we're, we're going to talk about here isn't able to join us. But uh, Allison Sills, I understand, has, uh, has um, kind of taken the reins and uh, made this year's event what it is. So um, we'll talk about Allison. But first off, I uh, just want to say this Saturday is the PopCon event uh, happening at Lee County Library. And uh, it is um, go to rantnc.com. We have a story about all of the uh, guests who are showing up. We have a um, about all of the fun things that will be there. And uh, we'll get into that. But uh, Beth, thank you for joining me. And uh, thanks for sharing this event. It's this Saturday. So um, are you guys uh, pretty excited or what's it like these final few days leading up to this event? Uh, yes, we're extraordinarily excited. Um, did not think it was going to be this big, but it keeps growing every, every day. Um, so it's, it's definitely something that we're, we're all the staff is going to be here and we're all amped up for it. So a little bit about what, uh, I'm going to try to explain it the best I can based on our previous interview, but, uh, please fill in the blanks. It's a, it's like a, a pop con, just like you would, um, you know, they're, they're all over the country. They're, they're highly popular. And uh, um, this one will include all the, all, all the geek culture, quote unquote, that, um, that you see at these other events. But um, you're also throwing in some Renaissance Fair flavor in this one. And you're going to have the triangle chapter of the nightly order, the Fiat Lux, and you're going to have uh, um, other groups that uh, are going to give it this um, this Renaissance feel, and you're inviting people to come, you know, dressed in, in cosplay, and uh, whether it's in Renaissance or whether it's whatever their their favorite pop culture um, costume is, and it just sounds like it's going to have a really neat feel to it, and like you said, a lot going on. But um, where where did the idea come from to to give it this Renaissance feel? Um, I think a lot of it came, Allison um, is a huge geek culture fan, uh, Phenomicon, she goes to everything, um, uh, Dragon Con, uh, Comic Cons all over the country actually, so she has a lot of experience, um, and she, I think this kind of just fell into her lap in a way, uh, the idea came to her, she was at a, one of the Comic Cons in the, in the area, and um, she was talking to someone that was dressed up like a knight, and he was talking to her about his experiences, and she said this would be a great opportunity for you to come to our library and show us what you do, and it just kind of blew up from there. Um, you know, she said, let's have night sword fighting on our front lawn, and I said, nah, okay, let's see what we can do with that. Um, and, the, you know, the county was cool with it, so we, we, we ran with it, and we created the Renaissance Fair edition of our PopCon. So, uh, it's, just, it's really been great because she's been able to link um, a lot of our vendors and artists with with the Renaissance um, feel to it. So we've got a lot of um, vendors that specialize in Renaissance Fair-esque stuff. And you've got the um, the Sword Circle is going to be here doing archery. And um, our blacksmith, uh, Raven's Forge blacksmith, is going to be here as well. So. It sounds like uh, one of the top draws is this uh, nightly order. And it's a, it's a, from what I understand, it, it's a national group. Maybe, and I think this is the triangle chapter of it, but what they do is they, they, they go all out. They, they dress in full armor. They, uh, I, I'm going to guess they act the part. They don't break character. They, uh, That's my well, understanding. What, what do you know about these guys? And, and, uh, 
what's that experience going to be like? Oh, well, um, the plan is to have them. They're going to be in character from 10 to 4. So they're going to be throughout the entire day. They're going to be doing demonstrations, sword fighting, um, and they're going to be talking about what it means to be a knight. Um, they have um, a code of conduct that they adhere to, and they're going to be talking to um, all of our visitors about that. And then peppering that, like I said, with the demonstrations of the sword fighting and talking about what it was like to live back then um, in medieval times. And then they're going to have a craft that's going to be in keeping with um, uh, medieval times. I'm not, I, I'm not sure, to be honest with you, which craft they've chosen. They've given us a few options, but we told right. them to go ahead and do what they want to do. Okay. And uh, um, another one of the top draws, though, is uh, as with a lot of these events is... Um, you've got some pop culture uh icons who and i know this is a this is still a mix like last year you had to go almost completely virtual or completely virtual uh this year there's a mix of virtual and in person and i think the renaissance stuff um will be the highlight of the in person but it seems like um for the virtual part you've got taylor gray who's the voice of ezra bridger from star wars rebels you've got i'm going down the list here you've got um uh vincent ward who was oscar from the walking dead you've got um, michael moore who um is not that michael moore but he's done uh props and costume design for beetlejuice and star trek and you know the list goes on you, you've got some really cool people coming and so um what's that going to be like is it, you're going to have like a screen set up for some of these uh, men and women and they're going to um take live questions from the audience right yes allison's going to be interviewing all of our guests um we have um jeff uh, master who's going to be virtual um he is our comic book comic book producer he's going to be at 10 a.m um we are going to have uh, marshall lakes he'll be in person at 11 he's an artist and a graphic novelist um at 1 p.m will be taylor gray he's virtual uh, Vincent Ward will be at 2 p.m. virtually, and then at 3 p.m., Michael W. Moore will be the prop master. Um, he'll be at virtual as well. Uh, we actually um, had an AV grant um, approved last year with LSTA money through the State Library. Um, and another one of my staff members, um, I have a great staff, uh, Christopher, um, he actually pulled it all together, and we have a huge sound system now and a beautiful smart board. So we're going to have a giant screen with um, our interviewees on the uh, screen. Allison will um, ask some leading questions, and then she'll let you know, people in the audience that are there in person be able to ask questions directly to our guests. Um, and then we're going to do our best to also broadcast this live on Facebook um, so that people that are at home can also enjoy the interview. And I know we don't, we're not going to go uh, into everything, but if, if everybody wants to learn uh, more about everything that's going to be there, like I said, um, we have a story about it on our website and in our recent publication, but uh, it looks like the, the Lee County Library's website also has pretty much everything you'd want to know about what to expect. Um, it being a, a hybrid virtual and in-person event, um, uh, what are some of the restrictions? Is this going to be mostly outdoor event? Is there going to be a mask requirement? Uh, what, what can people expect as far as that goes? So um, the county does not have a mask mandate, so it is encouraged. Um, the staff, the library staff, will be wearing masks, but it is completely optional for our, our patrons. Um, we are going to be encouraging social distancing, and we've managed to spread out the entire event throughout the entire inside of the library as well as outdoors. 
Uh, we've blocked off our parking lot, and uh, the vendors will be set up out there. Our sword circle and nights of the Fiat Lux will be outside on our front lawn. Um, so there'll be lots of space, open areas um, for people to mill around. And then parking, uh, we have permission from the church next door, uh, free parking over there. Uh, Hawkins House across the street has given us permission. And, of course, any of the downtown uh, free parking lots are available as well. Okay. Uh, the most important question, what, what are you going as? <laughs> I'm going as a librarian. <laughs> that's that's not that's boring. <laughs> I know. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I no, guess it's fine. I, I I'm not really. I, I'm not a huge cosplayer, so I'll be running around like crazy. I'm sure that day. Um, a lot of our staff is dressing up. Allison is actually going to be Faith. Um, she is a. I'm not sure if she's a Marvel character or not. But, I was going to say I know she's um, going to be dressing up. Yeah, she, she wouldn't. She wouldn't pass up the chance. No, <laughs> that's true. That's very true. So we'll see. I'm not sure yet. It's um, it'll be a surprise. Okay. Anything about the event that we haven't gone over? Anything you want to promote? And uh, and I know we're just a few days away. So how people can learn more? Um, we're going to be posting a lot of information on our Facebook and Instagram accounts. Uh, seems to be the fastest way to get information out of the, out um, to the public. So we'll have a schedule posted tomorrow, um, a parking map posted tomorrow. Um, and then, of course, when people come in, we'll have a program available. Um, we will have food trucks. Um, right now, Yummy Hibachi and Big Fat Philly are going to be there all day. Um, Pelicans snowballs will also be there all day, and from 12 to 1, there'll be free snowballs uh, for the first 75 folks that come through. Um, James Creek and Starlight Meadery, I'm, I'm sorry, Starlight Mead, uh, they will be there as well, uh, free samples, um, and they're selling sealed bottles um, of their mead and their hard ciders. Um, we will have a film festival. Bill Mulligan, um, he's a local teacher, actually. He's a film enthusiast and he's going to be hosting a film festival in the auditorium throughout the day and doing um, talks with um, the patrons that show up but then Sherilyn Lambeth uh, she uh, actually worked with Jim Henson and she's going to be doing a talk at 2 p.m. about her life as a puppeteer there's a lot of opportunities for people who are exploring these topics to come by and learn more um, graphic design uh, prop making filmmakers gaming, all that stuff. So there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of things for everyone. Yeah, I, uh, I looked up Sherilyn when when doing the story on it, and uh, she's really interesting, and she's going to be there in person, and, and uh, her career, and um, she seemed like she goes to a lot of these things and, and has a good time doing it. So um, I want to read one quote. I know Allison couldn't join us, but this was uh, from our story. What Allison said is, uh, this is my passion. I go to at least five or six of these events a year. So with PopCon, I wanted to inspire local youth to follow their dreams. Maybe many young people think they can't do what they love or follow the careers in the fields they love, but we want to show them the avenues where they can. If your child loves video games or coding, huge companies like Epic Games, based in Cary, are looking for people just like them to make those games. So, um, you know, sounds like uh, she's got a, a big heart for this and uh, her, her intentions are, are really good for it. And so I encourage everybody to go out. Um, it's the last weekend before school. Have a good time. That'll <laughs> be a blast. Yeah, Looking thank you so much. I, I know you're really busy this week. Thank you so much, Beth. And uh, yeah. and uh, we'll, we'll see you Saturday. All right, awesome. Thank you so much. This is Old Friend, 
by Wilmington, Delaware-based Ha Ha Charade. Ha Ha Charade will be performing at Carolina Indie Fest in downtown Sanford on September 18th and 19th. This week is Alex Wade. He is guitarist and vocalist of Ha Ha Charade um, from uh, Wilmington, Delaware. Is that correct? Yep, Wilmington. Yep, just outside of Philly. Excellent, excellent. So Ha Ha Charade is one of the many acts who will be performing at Carolina Indie Fest September 18th and 19th in downtown Sanford. And um, just wanted to bring you on and, and talk a little bit about what it is you guys do. I checked out some of the music, but if you would kind of just describe 
you know, where you guys are coming from and, and what people can expect out of the, uh, out of the live show. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so we're, we're a four piece, uh, indie rock band. Um, yeah, right out of Wilmington, we've got kind of a, a surfy indie, um, just summer kind of vibe to us is the best way that I think we can describe it. But I like to think we got a pretty unique sound and, Absolutely. um, you know, we have a really fun live show. We really try to go wild out there on the stage and stuff. We always have a, a really good time. So we're, we're absolutely looking forward to it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I picked up, um, and you know, uh, we always talk about how, when, you know, we're talking to musicians, we may uh, reference somebody that you don't even like. So, you know, I'm, I'm treading dangerously here, but I picked up maybe like um, some red hot chili peppers in the guitar, um, some really singable choruses. There was one point I even, um, I can't remember which song it was. It was not one of the ones you sent me, but it was a YouTube uh, find. I almost thought I heard like they might be giants. So there's some kind of, weirdo pop that's that's very cool it's it's a it's a it's a different type of mishmash but it goes together real well thank you i really appreciate that yeah john frusciante is one of my like you know idols i i, yeah. I grew up listening to chili peppers so spot on there uh yeah and we all love them uh, i know matt tries to uh channel his inner flea on stage mm -hmm. and everything and um yeah yeah that's uh kind of the vibe we're going for is like that that kind of funky poppy, you know, and, and, um, keeping the choruses and everything real anthem like and singable. So yeah, yeah spot, you tread it on light waters there, but you, you hit it on <laughs> hit the nail on the head. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Glad to hear. And, um, some of the things I picked up, you guys have sort of a dual vocal thing going. Um, cause I caught some with you singing and I caught some where somebody else was taking the lead vocal. Is that pretty frequent? Yeah, yeah. So we, the more we've been writing and everything, um, the more we've kind of like gotten into um, splitting songs between Justin Leffler and I, the other mm -hmm. guitarist and vocalist. Um, we do a lot of a lot of harmonies and that kind of thing thrown thrown around. I know we're probably a headache for sound people switching back and forth lead <laughs> and it goes for guitar and vocals. We both kind of switch back and forth with lead um, right. and, and rhythm and, and also, you know, lead and harmony um, and, and vocals as well. So that's something we've kind of curated over the last like couple of years. We, we were initially a cover band um, with, and it was just a, uh, our drummer bassist and I as the instrumentalist in the cover band. And throughout that time, we were writing a lot of the music. So I was personally singing most of it. And as we've, you know, continued to grow, Justin ended up coming into the band a, a short while after that. And then we started incorporating, you know, his vocals in and, you know, we try to, we try to split it pretty evenly now, which is, it, it makes it a lot of fun. Um, kind of keeps things interesting and you know we we really uh, I don't know I feel like we we try to have a pretty broad sound to what we produce. Um, you, you mentioned a little bit but tell us about the live show what people can expect you said you said high energy but um, just you know what are you guys bringing? So yeah uh, we we try to keep the the songs really tight uh, keep transitions really well You'll hear mostly originals. We might throw in a couple covers for this uh, for this set, um, but yeah, we we just dance and have a good time. We jump up and down. 
you might see me try to climb on something. I don't know. We'll see. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Tell, tell me about what kind of music you have out um, in terms of releases. Do you, um, do you have multiple albums? Um, has, has COVID given you the opportunity to, to shift to recording rather than, um, you know, performing? How's all that going? Yeah. So, so we've been, um, we've been very busy in the studio the last couple of years. We got, um, we, we had our first, uh, our first EP was released in 2019. Um, and then, uh, throughout that time we, we recorded the rest of the album. It's our self-titled album, Ha Ha Charade. Um, we released that in 2020 and then we released our sophomore album, Joseph Gordon Lightfoot. Um, in 2021 so thanks man yeah so so we've been busy in the studio um recently we're we're trying to get back pretty soon to get some more stuff uh laid down but we're kind of riding the release that we had this spring and uh, with joseph gordon lightfoot um we also just released a new music video for our song old friend so definitely Uh go check that out on youtube um but yeah we've been we've been busy so we've got two full albums um released at this moment and we've got probably another another album ready to go pretty much and for the studio so we're hoping in the next year or so to get all of that recorded and released and get another another new album out there right uh one of the first things that comes up when i search your name is um a pink floyd reference and so i thought that might be sort of what I was hearing, but you guys are in a totally different direction. Talk about how you came up with that name. So, yeah. So uh, Pink Floyd is just a, an influential band for all of us. Although sure. you, you probably wouldn't really guess it listening to our music. It's not really in the same realm exactly, but, um, but yeah, they, they were super, you know, super influential, especially for our bass player, Matt. He, he's like a huge Pink Floyd fan. And all, all of a sudden one day we're just kind of listening to music and we we're throwing around a bunch of different ideas for, for band names. And I'll be honest, I don't even really remember them anymore. Um, Cause <laughs> they were all like, ah, that's terrible. That's terrible. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, but we were listening to yeah, pigs by, um, by Pink Floyd and it was ha ha charade you are. Haha charade, haha charade. All right, well, let's 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 roll with it. it was catchy it is and it's funny because it it's it fits the music there's um there's sort of a uh i don't know wistfulness to it that that a lightness to it that i think suits the music but it's funny because it comes from this 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 musical place that doesn't at first glance seem to match but you're right pink floyd is one of those bands that sort of no matter what type of rock music you play there, there's somewhere in there, there's something to appreciate. So I, I just thought it was something cool. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. We, we really like, um, especially like the guitar tones and that kind of stuff. We're not quite as psychedelic. We try to throw those psychedelic vibes in, but I mean, how can you not be inspired by Pink Floyd listening to them? You know, um, just between, I, I think, if there was any part of our music that really synced up with theirs would would probably be lyrics. You know, if you listen to uh, a lot of our lyrics, it it can be kind of, I don't know, cheeky and self-reflective, but also kind of calling, calling people out that, you know, don't, 
get called out too often. Right. I think that's, I think that's something that's kind of, you know, lost in music at times, uh, these days, at least that used to be really prevalent. And, you know, I think that's important, you know, like, uh, keeping people true and have you, I, obviously everybody for the past year and a half, you know, things are starting to open back up, um, knock on wood, but, um, right. Before the pandemic, what um, what has your your um, your performing schedule been like? Have you guys done a lot of touring? Have you been in North Carolina before? This will be our first time coming to North Carolina. Okay. Um, this this is um, our, our first big music festival. We were um, planning on going to South by Southwest, um, you know, before the pandemic hit, and that got canceled about I don't know, I think a month before right. um, in twenty twenty. Um, but yeah, we we have toured up and down the East coast quite a bit, played in New York quite a few times and Philadelphia play a lot here in, in Wilmington. Um, you know, but we were just kind of starting to get our feet off the ground with, with touring and everything before everything hit, we probably had about, I don't know, eight shows that were scheduled for like the spring and early summer of 2020. <laughs> so, right. so the rug kind of got pulled out from under our feet real quickly, but, um, you know, we're starting to get back to it. It's been really nice this year, the last few months, like getting back to it and doing mostly, you know, local shows. We had a show in Harrisburg last weekend. We played up in New York uh, in, I think, April, which was super odd. The, we played at New, uh, Arlene's Grocery right in, in Manhattan, which is mm -hmm. a nice venue. We've played there before, but we actually we played to no fans. We went and it wow. was a live stream show. So they had cameras on us and everything and recorded the act and everything, which you can, I think we just posted that online. So if you do want to check out our, our live show, you can check that out on our, our YouTube page. But um, it was just kind of odd, like going there and having nobody in, and, and we're in the middle of Manhattan, you know, like right. the most, you know, more people around you than you'll, you'll ever be around. And, yeah. you know, we're playing to an empty room, which was, was odd, you know, but this is a weird world we're living in. So yeah, we're just adapting and trying to, you know, get back to where we were before everything happened, which, you know, I'm like you said, knock on wood, we're hoping, you know, that things are on full swing real soon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, where can people go to, uh, you know, to find out more as far as websites, social media, all that stuff. So you can check out our website, hahasharade.com. Um, we're also probably most active on Instagram, uh, which, uh, that's haha underscore charade okay. is our Instagram. Um, we've got a few music videos on YouTube. So if you just search haha charade, you'll find, uh, you'll find a few of our music videos. Also some of our live stuff. If you want to check out what we sound like live, um, you know, we got Facebook, you can find all of our music on, you know, all the streaming platforms, Spotify, you know, Amazon, you know, iTunes, Apple yeah, music, yeah. everything. So, so yeah, I mean, if you just, even if you just Google us, we'll, we'll pop up and you can find all the links to everything, whatever your preferred social media is. Awesome. Awesome. Well, look, man, thank you so much for taking the time today. I'm looking forward to the festival and seeing you guys perform. Wonderful. Look forward to it. We're, we're really looking forward to this festival. It's going to be a, it's going to be a blast. There's a man in his car next to me getting mad, thinks we cut him off. On the other side is a girl looking good I think I just got lost But looking out this window At the long road ahead I know I can live my life slow 
deserve How can I ever decide When I can see there are always two sides Two Sides by Ha Ha Charade, who will be performing at Carolina Indie Fest in downtown Sanford, September 18th and 19th. For more information about Carolina Indie Fest, visit www.carolinaindiefest.com.
I guess the the worry with both of these events, and um, both of them are the majority of it is outdoors. I know with the popcorn, um, a lot of their tables, a lot of their vendors, and all the uh, the Renaissance stuff will be outdoors. And uh, with the concert, I know there are some indoor acoustic sets, but for the most part, it's going to be an outdoor event. Um, but I guess the worry with both of these events is the rising number of COVID cases and the Delta variant and and uh, things like that. And I guess one of the um, one of the criticisms I got in my column last month was that you know I'm encouraging people to attend these events in the middle of a pandemic. And um, first, I just want to say that. Uh, my my calling Sanford apathetic to to events goes back to the 14, 15 years that I've lived here. This isn't a very recent thing. And while I do um, hope people- Oh, come events, on. Swine flu was <laughs> raging. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I guess you make a point. <laughs> they all make a point, don't they? Uh, Zika virus. But no, but no the- uh, this goes back, but you know, if, if you're not comfortable attending these events, don't attend them. I'm not telling anybody to to uh, risk your life to do any of this. Well, we've also we've also at all. been encouraging people to get vaccinated and encouraging people to mask up where where possible and where necessary. So, you know, part of the reason the Delta surge is happening is that there are a sizable number of people. Not got vaccinating a, and not masking and right. I don't. I don't I got think a letter. It's, it's inconsistent I got, necessarily. I got a letter from a reader, um, and if she's listening, uh, I really did appreciate the letter. Just the fact that people took the time to to respond to anything, I always appreciate that. But um, she did bring up the point that I was encouraged, or she um, used the word chastising readers um, for choosing not to attend these things in the middle of a pandemic. And then she told me to pick my lane and said I was becoming a joke. All that said, uh, you know, if, if that's what she got from it, then I guess she's right. It, it would be wrong of me to, to tell people to, um, you know, forget all of this and, and go to events anyway. But no, that wasn't the point of my column. The point of my column was this goes back to um, my entire experience here in Sanford and, uh, um, and yeah, if you don't want to attend because of that, it's fine. Um, also I have seen here in Sanford, uh, some events that have been widely attended, um, despite pandemics. So I don't think, you know, you can use, <laughs> oh, there's a lot of people here that, uh, that, um, pandemic be damned, you know, they're going to show up, but no, that's not what I meant by, that's meant, um, we just need more support here. and. Uh, yeah. One one thing that I am worried up, about it. I'm worried about it for both events. Not not that I'm worried about people coming and getting sick. I'm just worried that uh, both events will be um, will be impacted by this, and uh, you know, rightfully so, of course. But you people are trying to bring some of these events back, and um, there's a lot of people out there that think we're just not ready for it, and uh, you know, they're probably right. So I'm just worried that both of these events will be impacted by it. Well, a, another thing that came up was um, that this is the same weekend as the fair. And, um, you know, these are the, the, the fair is, uh, you know, we've we've been supportive of the fair. We want people to go to the fair, too. Um, 
and, and that is put on by a local organization that raises money for a lot of good causes. I don't see any reason that it should be the fair against a music festival. Um, they are both going to draw what I would consider to be, you know, maybe audiences that are unique audiences to themselves. But there's no reason that you can't participate in both. They're both multi-day, all-day events. Um, and if you really want to do both, I think it's possible to find a way. So it's, yeah. I think it's wrong to pit these against each other. And, you know. Yeah, if your kid is uh, up for Miss Lee Regional Fair on Saturday and you are um, deciding between attending that and uh, Pale Face, then, you know, we're going to encourage you to go see your kid. <laughs> right. But there's no reason. Although you might get more out of the Pale Face concert. But... <laughs> There's, there, there's really not much reason why you couldn't come downtown um, early in the day, watch a couple of acts, and then take your kid to some rides at the fair, or or the other way, you know, be at the fair during the day, and if you really like, you know, one of these country artists or somebody like Pale Face, the, one of the headliners, you know, come out at night and watch them play after having spent some time on the Midway before that, you know, the the festival's free. The fair costs money, but it's totally reasonable. Um, so if you want to do both, do both. But nobody's guess, asking anybody to pick sides. That's that's I ridiculous. Guess, I guess what I was trying to say in my column, maybe I didn't communicate it well enough, was uh, when a lot of these events come to Sanford for the first time, um, I just encourage people to give it a shot. It may not be your thing, but give it a shot. There may be something about it that you like. Um, and the same goes with the fair. When I first moved to Sanford, um, I heard about this, uh, you know, this fair and um, and the crowds that it drew. And so, uh, you know, I was compelled. So, yeah, I want to go check that out. I had a great had a great time. But you know, if I just didn't care, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done it. You know, um, carnival rides aren't necessarily my thing but I found a lot of other things there that I enjoyed doing. Although I don't know if you remember that one year um, I, uh, I brought a video camera and I tested the rides at the fair and I rode that, I guess it's called the zipper. I don't remember, but it's the thing that it's like long and it's got uh, carts in it, kind of like a Ferris wheel, but it spins around and around and then the cart you're in also spins so there's like just so much g-force going so much so much chaos going in in the three minutes and you're on that you're on this ride and it was it was without a doubt the most um the most frightening experience of my life and <laughs> i will never do it again <laughs> but uh but for some people that's your thing but for me um i just i couldn't I couldn't figure out what was up and down. I couldn't figure out anything. It was like I was being tossed about in a in a in a dryer or something. Like it was like a, a sack of wet clothes in a dryer, and and uh, it just felt like I had no control over anything going on in my life for those three minutes. <laughs> and when I got off, and I was recording, I have to go back and find it. I don't remember you doing that. I don't know if I recorded when that happened, but but you have uh, to reevaluate re things. Yeah, I, re I and like 
you know, those, those rides are all tested and, and I'm not saying they're not safe. <laughs> the the point of the ride is to is to provide a thrill and an experience that you've never had before. But and for some people that's the greatest thing in the world. For me it was uh it was it was just three minutes of hell. And uh yeah. But I tried it. <laughs> I could say I tried it. Rock and roll. Ride the zipper. I'm gonna go try to find that video. It's gotta be out there somewhere. Best thing about it was posted to the Sanford Herald's YouTube site, so I don't know if it still exists. Mm. Best thing about the fair to me is the food. Yeah. So does this one? Um, does this one provide uh, have the booths that have like the the fried everything, like fried Snickers, fried Oreos, fried you know, yeah, fried Mike and eggs. <laughs> I enjoy a good fried Snickers, uh, but you, you have to go to the larger scale fairs like the North Carolina State Fair to try some of the um, like they make that a huge draw there. And, they, and every year they yeah. they try new things. And, uh, you know, I've had the fried bacon or the chocolate covered bacon up there. And uh, it's good. Homer, this thing could flash fry a buffalo in 30 seconds. <laughs> but I want it now.